Welcome to the Church Explained podcast, a conversation to grow your leadership and build your church. Today we're so excited. We've got a special guest on the podcast today. Do you want to tell us who he is, Nathan? Yes, he's my brother, Sam Benger, and uh, we're excited. He's uh, one half of our Icon Online pastors. And today we're going to be talking about church production on a budget. So Sam is normally behind the scenes, but this time, Sam, you're right in full center. So welcome, Sam. Thanks for having me on the podcast. It's good to it's be about- here. It's about time too, isn't it? Really? Oh, I know. How many have we done now? We're 20 plus. Yeah, we've got to have, and Sam's been behind the scenes yeah. in all 20. So we want to say thank you to Sam for all the good work he's done. Anything that sounded really well, it was down to us. Anything that sounded really bad, it was down to Sam, I think, really. Yeah, any technical issues, it was Sam's fault. So, <laughs> Sam's issue. <laughs> so welcome, Sam, to the podcast. Um, as Nathan has said, you are... Uh, campus pastor here at Icon Church, online campus pastor, but also you head up all the production side of things as well. Mm-hmm. So we want to take a deep dive into that yeah. and find out um, what we can learn from you today for so, for our listeners. And really a bit of around the sort of nuts and bolts of yeah. the production, mm-hmm. that would be useful for us. Yeah. But why don't we kick off, Sam, by uh, you just sharing uh, a little bit about your background, family, and uh, also uh, what you love to do for fun. Yeah, so as has been said, I'm Sam. Um, I have a wife, Rachel, um, who helps me do a lot of things, the organisational side of things. Um, We have a dog named Ralph, um, who is very hyper, very energetic. In terms of my background, I guess... um, Coming to the age of leaving school at 16, kind of didn't know where I wanted to go. So tried many different things um, up until the point of I did a leadership academy when I was about 18, 19 years old, uh, years of age. And at that point was the point that um, I really grew a passion for production and all things kind of within church, making church look good, um, as I, I like to say. Um, but yeah, I'm from Chesterfield, um, big town, amazing town, big club, big football team, best team. And what I do for fun, I like to ride mountain bike and, uh, also enjoy going to watch the mighty Spy Rights play. So, yeah. Okay. Um, and, and who are they then for those who are not into soccer? Chesterfield Football Club. Chesterfield and- Football Club. Yeah. Thank you. That's just for other people on the other side of the world who maybe listen to this and maybe never even heard of Chesterfield. So at least you've put them on the map today, Sam. Well done. (laughs) Listen, we've got a great question for you to kick off. And uh, we just want to know round about this idea of production. What does um, production on a budget look like? Yeah, so thinking about this question what does production on a budget look like it's it's very easy for us you know in the church world everything you see is of the elevations the life churches the big churches and everything they're doing and you look and go oh it'd be amazing to be able to do something like that but they've got plenty of money to be able to do it and i guess um for us we didn't always have plenty of money to you know to be able to do things and still to this day 
Um, so it's all about taking what you have and adapting it to work in your setting. You know, we, we've done all sorts of things in the past from lighting up bed slats to using LED tape to make shapes of mountains and all sorts of things. So, it, you know, it's finding a place where you're at and um, just, yeah, finding inspiration and using that um, with what you've got and the means that you've got to do that. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's really good. And even um, I'd forgotten about us lighting up the bed slats on, uh, at the back of the stage, um, but using what you have. Uh, just thinking about that, obviously you talked about, um, you know, the, the bigger churches, Elevation Life Church, those churches that you might look to. It might even be uh, concerts and gigs and those. But um, thinking about that production on a budget and thinking about, you know, lighting up bed slats, using LED tape, all of that, where and how do you find inspiration for those things? I guess um, for me, a lot of inspiration comes from, like you say, gigs, things like that. And it, Instagram is a big one for me. Like my saved page on Instagram is just full of stages, designs, lighting, videos, like all sorts of things that people have done. And it, yeah, it's just then taking that away and thinking, right, we can do something like that. We could do this or we could do that with what we've got or let's turn them lights that way or point that light there or make that bass guitar rumble or add some more bass into somewhere. You know, it, it's taking different elements of things. So yeah, I listen, you know, I like listening to a lot of, a lot of music. So it's, it's always thinking, Oh, how can we change the sound of something to fit a different style of service or, you know, yeah. How do we change the look of thing? And I, and one thing like recently, um, that's fallen into it is that even within our youth stuff, we've like, we do a lot of design things and, and we let that fall into the, the bracket of production because it's creating a space and environment where people could come and it, it, it doesn't feel the same as church. It looks a bit different. We've painted some boxes, cardboard boxes, colors, and added a bit of spray paint to them and put some oil barrels out and, and things like that. So it's all about just creating different environments with all sorts of things and and using things as inspiration. Yeah, inspiration. Yeah, you can find inspiration anywhere. Like you can walk into a shop and they can mm -hmm. have a sign or they can have something, a display or whatever, and you can go, oh, we could do that with a cardboard box and a bit of spray paint, or we could do that with some bed slats and some lights and it looks like, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I think, I think it's good to get inspiration from mm. different places. Um, and I think, I guess for you, Sam, like your, your mind's always thinking about those things. That's what you're saying. Mm. Wherever you go, your, your ears, your eyes are open, you're looking around you and you're thinking, you know, I like that. How can we then reinterpret that into our setting? And I guess that's what working on a budget or on a small budget may even be to look like. Because some churches may be listening and thinking, well, we don't have a lot of money. Mm. But, but rather than saying we can't do something, there's something about it, isn't there, about saying, well, let's find a way. Mm. Yeah, like I, like I think when early on, like, you know, now we might have some nicer equipment than we used to have. But 
like in the school, we used to hire a school hall and do church meetings there. And during those times, like we had four lights and a couple of strip lights across the back and you think, oh, how do I make that look good? Or how do we change that up? And, it, and it's all about just taking a risk, moving things around, throwing things in different places and just trying it, you know, what's going to happen is my my dad who's the pastor paul is going to say i don't like that so you move it somewhere else but yeah it is all about yeah just trying things i think yeah and you mentioned there about uh, a little bit obviously production is a big kind of idea and we're talking about uh, production on a budget and we're thinking about inspiration and, and and lots of that inspiration comes through things we see but also you mentioned about listening to things i wondered if you just touch on um you know some of the things that you hear and you go that would be you know like the inspiration but not just inspiration around oh we could do that but what environment that fits into and how you would like translate that yeah so um I, i'll give an example so I went to a gig um, a couple of Fridays ago, a Stormzy gig, um, and there he had an opener, and his opener was like, you know, he, the production level was amazing, but all his opener was was a, an incredible piece of music that he made that was just full of bass. And I walked away from that and thought, that worked really well in youth. So then I speak to, you know, a, a couple of uh, like the, our worship leaders in terms of our youth creative team. And um, I speak to them and I'm, I'm saying, we've got Getaway, which is our youth weekend away coming up. I'm like, you know, do something like this. Let's, you know, because, yeah, it, it's taking those things of we can we do it? Can we create something similar? And, you know, I, I saw a room full of, you know, young people there reacting, going crazy, thinking this is amazing. And I thought, well, why can't we have that in church? So taking things away and, and, and putting it into a church context of we can do it and we can have that in church. So, yeah. The thing around sort of inspiration, both inside the church and outside the church, Sam, is, is important for you. Mm-hmm. What what about this idea of building teams then? Obviously, you're not just doing this on your own. You're, you're building teams. What for you then creates a great team environment in, in this sort of um, space of production? Yeah, so I think one of the main things is having fun together. Like um, in terms of our, you know, our Sunday services, um, we have a, a big production team. You know, we have four people on cameras each Sunday, um, a person doing switching, a person on media, a person on lighting, a person on PA and things like that. And and what you can find sometimes is right up until the final 20 seconds of the pre-roll countdown video into worship is that you're having a, a laugh and a chuckle down the headsets with each other because you want to create environments of fun where people want to be a part of something, where people want to come and serve and, and enjoy, you know, and I'm not, uh, you know, it's not easy work all the time, you know, things Ooh. go wrong or, you know, you're finding new things and you're constantly thinking on your feet and, and stuff like that. It's not it's not easy work. You're not just coming in to, to do an easy job, but actually when you can have fun, like people want to be around that and people want to be involved that 
involved with that um so we can be having fun but also ownership giving people ownership like within all those teams we've got people that lead parts within those teams because we want to give ownership to people you know where we've seen leadership on people's lives or we've seen people really step up and take something uh, to the next level putting ownership on them because then they take the team further than i can do or me and rachel can do on our own they'll take it even further than that when when there's a big when there's a a, a big team around you that are all on the same wavelength, all looking um, for the same thing. Yeah, um, it just really, yeah, inspires people to to push things forward and, and keep doing more. So, do you find um, you know when you give ownership, uh, which is a difficult thing because we you know uh, for many leaders we like to have control, we like to know uh, everything sorted. But when you when you give ownership, do you find and just back onto the inspiration thing, do you find those people then come up with ideas of here's what we could do, here's what could happen? I don't know if 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 that happens, whether you have a specific example as well, sir. Yeah. So um, we yeah. So we give a bit of, like ownership to people. They yeah, really run with ideas. So we have a guy who literally has joined team over the past month, let's say, uh, and has, has really got involved. And his first time serving, you know, a full service. And what, what can happen is people can do things for a while. So uh, for myself, I do a lot of the camera switching. So you can do things for a while and and it can just, you can get a little bit stuck of, I don't know, what's next or where to go next. So, we, we, I, you know, we, we've had a guy who's joined the team and he, he did this role and, and he came up with a, an idea that we've been implementing where, you know, we, we have a roaming camera on a Sunday um, and it's come to kind of the message and we'd put the roaming camera down for that part because if you have someone walking around with a camera and you switch to it, it can sometimes make people feel a bit seasick watching um, someone preach a message while there's a shaky camera going on. Um, but he had the idea of dr just dropping a tripod to the back, putting it on there and having a, a real wide shot of the stage, which has worked really well for us. So, yeah, just letting people step up, letting people do things and, and letting people come with ideas. Because I think sometimes people are a little bit, can be afraid of coming with ideas because they can be afraid that it's going to get shot down or it's not going to, be listened to or, or whatever. So actually having people, um, yeah, being willing to come with ideas and using those ideas and then it shows the rest of the team that, oh, actually they would listen to my idea or listen to what I have to say. So, yeah. Hi everyone, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. We just want to take a moment and pause and let you know about something exciting we have on offer right here from Icon Open. We help leaders find solutions through our coaching and team training. And we've worked with all types of churches in different countries around the world, from large churches to small churches, and of course, anything in between. And leaders come to us for a variety of reasons. For some, they simply want to get to the next level in their leadership. They want a coach to work with them for a period of time so they can get new momentum or fresh ideas or fresh insights for the next part of their journey. Other leaders will come to us. Maybe they're working through some opportunities or challenges in their church. And just maybe to have someone to think with them and help them process through 
big ideas like staffing or teams or transitions really does seem to make a difference to them. So if you've never had a coach and you're a senior leader or a leader within a church, we want to encourage you to get in touch with us because we think we can really help you find the solutions you need for the next part of your journey. Have a look at icon.church forward slash coaching and you'll find all the details there of how to connect with us and we look forward to hearing from you very, very soon. Yeah, I think that that's that's important, that mm. isn't it? Because that says something, Sam, about your leadership really, doesn't it? Because if you're ready and willing to listen to other people's ideas, uh, I think that's important. Mm. Um, as well there because it says something about you and how you're leading the team you've said there they want to have fun mm-hmm. it's really important to do that as you say sometimes it can be a thankless task can't mm-hmm. it be behind the scenes nobody really sees what's happening but a lot of stuff's taking place people only look when something's going wrong yeah or when, <laughs> or when there's an issue with a mic but 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 of course it's not only in the production of the mm-hmm. stuff that you're doing um, really here one site, but actually we're, we're streaming out to other sites as well. So you're thinking of that, aren't you? Yeah. I, I want to maybe say something about that, mm. even how we stream out to other sites. What are you doing for that? Mm. And how does that work for us? If maybe churches are thinking, we've got one site, we want to stream out somewhere else. What could people do? Yeah. Yeah. So we've, we're a um, multi-campus church. Um, we have five physical campuses and and not all those campuses can be ready to do everything as we launch a campus so that they might not be ready to have a worship team they might not be ready to have mcs every week or speakers every week or things like that and and so it's adapting the way we do things so that actually we can stream to other campuses so we've you know we've invested um into a great piece of equipment called resi that um helps us do multi-site stuff so we in our chesterfield campus our 915 service which is predominantly our broadcast service that goes out uh, to all campuses and things like that we'll stream worship to campuses they'll take worship uh, they can take the message they can take different parts of the the service um, and it just helps them in one it helps to show culture it helps to show where they want to go helps show vision of where campuses want to go but also it's a starting point it's a starting point to set them up you know and and we've had we've got campuses now that are able to do their own worship you know it might not be with a full band but they can do some form of worship and and things like that but it all started that we were able to send a team or send people out and actually we were able to stream worship you know coming back from the pandemic we we found teams you know depleted and and, and things like that so so coming back from the pandemic all of our other all of our physical campuses apart from our Chesterfield campus ended up taking parts of the stream because they were rebuilding and rebuilding teams and we were doing that also within our Chesterfield campus you know we had to rebuild and things like that but because our Chesterfield campus is our biggest campus it meant there was more people so there's more pull to pull from um so yeah we've we've invested highly into that um and we're able to send out high quality good quality uh, set of stream through the the software through resi and, and through all we do with high quality of sound you know we worked hard at it and um yeah we're at a point now where we're at a good standard and we're sending it out but there's always room for improvement um so always thinking of that also so yeah and and i'd add um just being part of it helps us uh keep for us we want a one church feel and it helps do that 
um, you know, you're able to, um, you know, send that out and it creates a one church feel. And so I think you and the team have done an incredible mm, job. Absolutely. Um, and it didn't start with Resi. I know we've invested, been able to invest now, but we were using YouTube and we were trying, we were making things work for us. We were trying to make things work. And, um, you know, that's my encouragement. Some churches out there, there's some things that you want to do. You know, you can find a way and you can find a way to do it. And so just thinking about that, someone starting with production, thinking about this production, you know, um, maybe, you know, a church starting out, maybe someone even listening to this who's pioneering or thinking of starting a church, like where would you start? Where would you suggest a church would start mm. in terms of this, like production on a budget? Yeah, I guess um, I would say, you know, you 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 have probably what people would say uh the three main things would be like a media lighting and pa but like the way the world's moving and the way technology is moving forward like you don't need all those things so um i'll take into example our stocksbridge campus um even our rotherham campus as well um they have people they they have someone who can do PA for them, but they might not have someone who can run media. So, you know, we use technology that the tracks cue media and things like that. So I think, I think find people in your church that are just willing to have a go at things. So find people that uh, will grasp a hold of being passionate that want to push things forward. Church is starting out. I'd say, you know, if, if you don't, have a worship team like there's plenty of worship videos out there you can worship mm. along to videos you can worship along we did it as a church when we first started our youth ministry like we had a cd playing and somebody doing words to the cd like i i think you just gotta start somewhere and i think it's taking that step of what fits for you you know back when we started youth we probably wished there were worship videos about there easily to get a hold of as there is now like so yeah just just start somewhere like whatever your 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 start point is so whether you've got someone who can lead a little bit of worship with an acoustic guitar great start there like if you've got someone who who can run media great start there if you've not got that like start with a laptop and a screen and worship along to videos because they're like I say there's some great videos out there and then when you get to that point of people coming in people that can do that like i think the worry sometimes is can be that we think oh but then if we play this video of of a worship team or if we play this video is it going to be bad when we bring in a worship team and it's just one person acoustic guitar people going to go oh well it was a lot better when we listened to a full band i think the atmosphere in the room will change and shift and be more engaging for people and easier for people to engage with. Like, you know, we listen to like, like I was saying, when, when we started our, our youth ministry, we used to listen to Hillsong United songs that were well-produced, like produced in studio albums, things like that, live big audiences. And then we started with a band that half of them didn't know how to play their instruments, but it worked for us because we would just have you know fun and a, a bit of a wild time with young people but yeah i'd just say start somewhere like just do somewhere take that step like if one week you think well let's try i, I can't put all this onto a worship leader i've got one guy who play guitar i can't put this onto him every week well 
plan it in that he's not doing it every week. Maybe some weeks you can have a bit of pre-recorded worship. Maybe some weeks, you know, he can lead worship and things like that. So, yeah, I'd just say start somewhere. Great advice, that, isn't it? Yeah. Just start, start somewhere. Mm. And, and I like the idea there you were mentioning, Sam, that obviously you've tried some of this stuff even in youth setting. Uh, and sometimes that can be a good place to innovate, yeah. try new things in a different environment, maybe before you bring them to a Sunday service. There's something powerful in that mm. um, that you can do. And I know that's what you've mentioned, that, that sometimes you'll do that. You'll innovate maybe in a youth service, but sometimes it can find its way then to a Sunday service as well. Yeah, and really have a, a wall factor. Mm. So, yeah. Anything else from that uh, before we get to the next question? Oh, well, I was just going to say as well, the opposite is true. And like you were mentioning about, you know, sometimes we can be afraid to worship to a screen oh. or, you know, and what I'd encourage people is, uh, you know, if you have got some level of budget, you know, for us in some of those campuses, we've invested in big screens. Yeah. So it's not, you know, a tiny screen that people are trying to engage with, but actually it's this big screen. And uh, I think the opposite can be true as well. Sometimes we're afraid of how will people react. But, um, you know, we found in, in our setting, yes, there's, you know, you know, live worship is amazing, but actually people engage with uh, pre-recorded. And uh, as long as you've got, you know, uh, you know, for us, we found bigger the screen and better uh, yeah. kind of technology, you know, projector, decent projector, uh, people will engage with that. Any thoughts on that, Sam? Yeah, no, I think, and and I would say when looking big screen, look for short throw projectors because you might not have the biggest of spaces. Like, so that's mm -hmm. worked for us, we, you know, all our, all our campuses. And yeah, like I, th I, I think back to when the, the pandemic started and, and, and this relates a, a little bit to that, but we were all going online and it was kind of a little bit unknown for for us we'd we'd done online services but we'd really just streamed our service we had one cameraman and we'd, we'd streamed our services on a sunday and so we're all going online and i remember us having a leaders meeting and i remember saying in that leaders meeting like we've got to be all for this like we've got to be in the comments all for this engaged in everything because if if we're not, then the congregation won't be and won't be bothered. And I think it's the same on a Sunday. Like if you haven't got a worship team, you know, and you're, you're streaming or you're watching something on a screen or worship and things like that, you've got to be all for it. You've got to be fully engaged in it because like um, Nathan on the call, um, he was youth pastor in our Chesterfield campus and well, all our campuses oversaw, oversaw them and, he used to say, like, if if we walk, young people will stay still. Like, we've got to sprint uh, to get young people walking, like, and following us. And I think that's the same with any person. Like, we've got to be one step ahead. We've got to be pushing forward for to get everybody involved in it. So, yeah. Yeah, great answer, that. And you were saying there, Sam, actually, and I just want to stress this point a little bit, because actually you started somewhere, didn't you? And you had the attitude to say, We'll find a way. So you started with one camera where you're saying now we've got uh, four or five cameras on a Sunday. But it starts somewhere, yeah. doesn't it? And yeah. I think yeah. as we're talking about churches and production on a budget, that's the idea. Start somewhere, yeah. have yeah. some fun, you know, give ownership to your team because yeah. that's the thing that really helped the thing build. 
um, because I think there's something powerful in that, in that yeah. rather than just saying, well, we can't do anything, so we're not going to do anything at all. I love the attitude you have there, Sam. Yeah. Let's just give it a go, try something new, and let's see what's going to work. Yeah. No, I, I think I think so, yeah. Mm. You know, lighting, yeah. or we can, we can get four lights. Well, let's start there. Yeah. Um, can transform a space. And, um, yeah, I think that's come through really well, Sam. Very good. Yeah. So, Sam, have you got one other big idea? If you could send it out to our listeners today, what would that big idea be? Um, oh, big idea, one really big idea. I, I think it's like just go for it. Don't, don't panic. Like, don't worry if things don't work or don't worry if things go wrong. Like, we've had plenty of things go wrong, let me tell you. Like, and, and still to this day, we have plenty of things go wrong. We're just better at covering them up now. Um, but, you know, we, we've had plenty of things go wrong on a Sunday. I remember um, we moved into our first ever building, our Chesterfield building, and it wasn't finished the first Sunday we were in. So everything was everywhere. And mid-service, I pulled the plug for media, which meant we had no media for the next five minutes or, or so, however long it took to get back up. Like, things go wrong. We used to meet in a school and in the summer the projector used to overheat every week and someone used to have to run up to the balcony switch the plug off and switch it back on and then run down and switch the projector like it, it happens like things things go wrong things don't always work out but actually don't worry about it like use them as learning curves learn about them like you know we've learned like i've learned now make sure my cables are taped down and then I won't pull the plug out. Like, you know, you learn these things, you learn not to just bypass things uh, and doing things in different ways because, you know, it's just us having a go. We're just trying things. So it, it is that starting somewhere, mistakes are going to happen, but learn from them, push forward and, um, yeah, watch what God does with the rest. So, Brilliant. Well, I think that's a wrap for yeah, us today. Yeah. Sam, it's been great to have you on the podcast, mm. to share your insights and um, just how, how churches go from nothing to, to something. Yeah. I think that's the big thing. Yeah. And have a go and find the way, Sam. That's one of the things that's come out there that you've said. Yeah. So do you want to let them know, Nathan, yeah, some of the resources yeah. we've got, even that could help? Yeah, so uh, Sam mentioned, um, you know, like some worship resources, but we've got loads of other resources as well. You can uh, check those out at icon.church forward slash open. Just put that in your browser and you'll be able to sign up for free there, uh, getting resources for free as well. Uh, we just want to bless you as a church and help you. Uh, in whatever you're doing and just want to say a big thank you to everyone who's listened today to the church explained podcast please help us by rating reviewing subscribing uh, to this content and sharing it as well maybe you've got production people in your church that you think Do you know what they need to hear this uh, let's start somewhere and so i want to encourage you to share that with them but we look forward to seeing you next time on the church explained podcast we'll see you soon